Play the fucking intro. Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 283. 283. 283. 283. Nothing quite special about that number. <laughs> Other than we got a bunch of great special music on, on the episode. Oh yes, the number isn't special, but the episode is. As they all are. Uh, no interview on this one and the next one. A lot of great stuff though. We are kicking off the Halloween season we like to get festive, at least with a couple of those uh, holidays, and play the music that bands like to put out that is very thematic anyway, and we're going to get to that. So extra music on this episode, this episode, and even the next one. We're going to be playing a lot of new stuff because we have a lot of new music we want to get to. So without further ado, let's get into the new music. Uh, we're going to talk about the stuff that has come out, will be coming out. So first up, we'll start on the 17th. Uh, the 17th brings us Brick's Brick Top Blaggers with Obey the Tyrant EP. On the 19th, Faintest Idea dropped Nosedive. Uh, that was a single featuring Risky of Risky and Ridicule. Then uh, two releases on the 19th from Tough Ain't Enough Records. Arena 6 with Eratisetatic. Uh, and then Akura Okera with Belza. And I just recommend going and looking at the Tough Ain't Enough Records Bandcamp page, and you can find those releases, because Tough Ain't Enough puts out a lot of great stuff, because I probably mispronounced shit out of this. Probably. Uh, Terminal Heads, they put out Back on Dammit Records on the 19th. Uh, Turbo Gato released Bad Music for Bad Cats, and that's M-E-W-S-I-C, music. <laughs> uh, Grade 2 released a new single called Doin' Time on Hellcat Records on the 19th. Body Jar released New Rituals on Melodic Punk Style. Mall Crimes released You Embarrass Me on Cursed Blessing Records. I mentioned this last time. The A's are actually in the shape of a V, but it's an A. That came out on the 20th. The Bronx released a new single called Blowtorch. They're going to be on tour soon, and they'll be coming here to Salt Lake City oh, with yeah. The Chats and Drug Church. Yeah, and Scour. Nice. That is such a loaded lineup. I love every band on that bill. I've seen Drug Church and I've seen Bronx, but I have not seen Scowl, and I sure as shit have not seen The Chats. I don't even think they've been here yet. Not to my knowledge. Yeah, like not even here in Salt Lake, but even in the States. Oh, yeah. Have they been here? <laughs> I don't I don't know. Australia is a weird place to be coming from. Well, we are glad they are. That tour's filled with some great bands, so definitely looking forward to that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, me too. <laughs> well, a new single was released by Less Than Jake, their latest album. They had a track that didn't quite make it, so they released it as a single called Empty Lines. That was on the 22nd. Uh, Dafot, that's D-A-U-F-O-D-T. They released Aromatherapy. Uh, on the 23rd, Mainline 10 and Tourette, they released The Opposite of Being Kind. Bovice, uh, they released Dreaming of Paradise on Upstate Records on the 23rd. Noise Complaint, that split with the Upfucks called Coastal Collapse. It's awesome. My copy came in. That came out on the 23rd, my vinyl. And definitely, it's a full-length split and one of my favorites of the year for sure. I would recommend checking out both those bands. I was already a Noise Complaint fan, and I like the Upfucks, 
you know, first couple listens already, I'm liking the upbuck stuff even more than Noise Complaint, which for me personally, that says a lot because I do like Noise Complaint quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know you do. <laughs> uh, Susie Moon just released another new uh, full length called Dumb and in Love, and Susie Moon will be on tour with The Briefs and The Dead Boys, which that tour will be coming through here beginning, I think it's beginning in November. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Brigada Flores Magon released Immortels, uh, and that's on the 23rd. Half Dizzy, we've had them on the show. They released a, a new single called Broken Down. I'm looking forward to checking that out. Spirit World, we love Spirit World, and Spirit World's going to be releasing a new full length in November called Death Western. Well, they released the single, the title track single, uh, on the 23rd. Majestic Beast, they released The Great Conjunction, which is a single on the 23rd. Rundown Creeps released RDK on the 23rd. The Beaters Band, uh, they released Nightmare on Elm Street, which is a single. We're going to talk more about that here shortly. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rights of Hata, they released uh, another one about how shit how shit it all is. There we go. <laughs> La- how shit it all is, I'll tell you. Right. <laughs> And it's live from the castles, and I believe they are raising money with that one. So go check out that live album. You can go find it on Horn and Hoof Records. Smashed Out released Let's Talk About Ceilings on the 23rd. Half Past Two released Curtain Call, which is a single. Billy Idol, yes, that Billy Idol, he released a new EP called The Cage. I like the title track. I think it has a a good punk edge along with kind of what you were getting out of Billy Idol in the 80s. Oh, yeah. But the rest of the tracks are a little poppy for me. But The Cage, it was actually really good. I liked it. I'll have to listen to that. Because some people, they don't, they forget that Billy Idol, before he went all fucking mainstream, whatever, is right. pre-Rebel Yell, he was, he was cutting his teeth on the UK punk scene. He was in a punk band called Generation X. Yep. Check it out if you haven't already. Maybe I'll play it on this show at one point. Cause, Absolutely. Yeah, because they had that you know, sort of a poppy edge uh, punk sound from the UK. You know, they were more, so- sonic-wise, they were more in common with the Buzzcocks. Right. <laughs> yeah, they wrote about different things. You know, Buzzcocks, we all knew what they were. They were the sex-addled UK teens. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas, uh, you know, Generation X, they were just a bit more you know, straightforward. Right. Yeah. But like many of the bands at that time, they were incredibly short-lived. But some people lived on and, uh, you know, and survived on their own accord. Billy Idol was one of those. <laughs> he did. And he just put out another new one, man. I mean, that dude was putting out music in the 70s, and he just put out a new EP. So go check it out. It's called The Cage. Oh, yeah. Gotta love that uh, endurance. The Dick Dastardlies put out a self-titled EP, the Dick Dastardlies, on the 23rd. On the 24th, UBPR, they put out a compilation, Paris on Oi. Uh, it's like over 10 bands. I can't remember how many exactly, but uh, Oi bands from Paris, or at least France, but I think they're all from Paris. Uh, awesome. A lot of great bands. I'm going to be playing bands from France here in the next week or so, starting a whole bunch of episodes on France over on Punkin' Worldwide, and I'll definitely be playing stuff off of that compilation. Uh, on the 24th, Flanders 72, they released Cold Slices. On the 25th, Real Horror Show released a new single called Running. On the 26th, Hymnos La Cru- and La Cruz, they released a split on Crossbar Records. On the 26th, Montoya's released En Vivo, which is an EP, and that's a good EP. Check out uh, Montoya's. They're from Chile. On the 27th, Little Willie released uh, two singles, Off to Therapy, new vocals on that single, and 
combined it with some of us have changed over on Little Willie Records. And you can actually search for Little Willie Records now on Bandcamp and find it. Fucking Bandcamp had them blocked because in the description, you know, the little tags you can put on your Bandcamp for the bands at the bottom, they had Skinhead. So Little Willie got blocked, like shadow banned, as it were, so you couldn't actually search them. You had to have links directly into Bandcamp to find their shit because they had Skinhead on there. Not fucking fascist skinhead, just skinhead music like what we play on this show. Oh, my God. And so they got banned. I fucking sent a letter in, too, and uh, Aaron did, and Aaron finally got it sorted. But they've been banned that way for months and finally got it sorted out. So you can go to Little Willie and check out all the cool stuff there, and we might be having Aaron on the show here uh, in the not too distant future, hopefully. Boy, I can't tell. I can't tell you how many times I've had to uh, <laughs> tell the story of like how skinheads are not Nazis. Right. Some of them were, but you know how people love to just overblow shit. They love to just focus on the shitty thing of an entire people and right. then just make an example of them. So, so yeah, if there's any big takeaway from this lesson, folks, it's. Not all skinheads are Nazis. In fact, most of them stomp out Nazis. Exactly. <laughs> Why? Because they give the working class a bad name. 100%. All right, next up on the 28th, Restraining Order, they released Fight Back. That's a single. That was on Triple B Records. Paranoid released another two-track single entitled Possessed. CRK released CRK, which is uh, the title of the EP that they released. Postmortem Depression released Fate Fucks You Again on Von Toxic Records. Upper Downer is going to be releasing No Refills Left on Wiretap Records on the 30th. Dropkick Murphys will be releasing their acoustic-ish album called This Machine Still Kills Fascists this Friday as well on the 30th. Two Minute Miner is going to be releasing Up the Pups 2. At least the pre-order date, I think, is going to be the 30th. AIDS, and that's an acronym, AIDS, is releasing The Road to Nuclear Holocaust and La Vida Soon Moose Discos on the 30th. A few releases that might be in this window, but I don't have the specific release date yet. Mess and the Chisel are doing a split on Mendeku Discock. Two Minute Miners doing a four-way Chicago split called Hold the Ketchup. I don't know the other bands on it yet. Hard Wax, they are going to be releasing Don't Stop the Beat on Rebellion Records. Looking forward to playing stuff off that one. Hunting Lions will be releasing an album. Oil They're of uh, Roadside Bombs fame. Uh, Oil Change is going to be releasing Unfinished on Dismantled Records. Then on the first, Skin Flicks will be releasing Old Dog's New Tricks. Uh, Taking On Water is going to be releasing Ordinary on Melodic Punk Style on the fifth. The Eradicators releasing Forever the Eradicator on the seventh. Counterparts are releasing A Eulogy for Those Still Here on Pure Noise Records. The Mahones are releasing Jameson Street. Ardila's releasing Canciones de Amor, Locura y Muerte on Slavenly Records. Social Decline is releasing Beyond the Gates. And finally, uh, also on October 7th, a split with the Pogos and the Warriors. It's going to be a split LP released via Lake Town Records and Liberty or Death Records. Check all those out. Uh, I apologize for the echo. We are in what will be the studio, but this studio recording area will not be finished for at least a month-ish, maybe a little more, probably a little more. So forgive us if there is an (laughs) echo in the background. Just picture us uh, in a stadium. Right. Exactly. (laughs) One day, my friends, one day. (laughs) We will be performing in a stadium, exactly. 
Yeah. Do you have anything to add before we get into your new track? Oh, yeah, I got a few things, uh, a few things to add. But honestly, that list, there were some albums on there that uh, by bands I had honestly forgotten about, and I, and by and large, did not really think that they were still releasing music. The Mahones and Counterparts being one of them. Nice. Yep. And of course, Two Minute Minor. I'm still waiting for something more from them. But as long as we're getting music from them, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> Stop beating around the bush and give us something to, give us something more than just a song. <laughs> and a five-way split doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's going to be several songs. Uh, maybe they'll just uh, troll the audience, just be like, all right, you want the full album? Here, here's all of our songs on one CD. <laughs> now will you shut up? Right. Oh, God. New well, songs. New songs. Right. Uh, that would be, that actually would be pretty funny. That'd be a pretty funny PR stunt. It would. <laughs> okay. Anyway, for the musics that I have to add, uh, on the 1st of August, this is, a, yeah, it's an old one, but I just discovered it a couple days ago. This band from Germany called Malatesta are re have released their album Untertage, Untertage, or something like that. They're from Munich, so it could mean something in their native German, but I don't know. I haven't listened to it yet, but the little tags on uh, Bandcamp say D-beat and crust punk and stuff like that, so I'm like, okay. Cool. This is going to be some... Uh, Heavy shit, <laughs> probably on par with a, a like depopulation department. Nice. I still gotta listen to that record too, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to keep myself busy. Anyway, on the fifteenth, uh, Andy Roy and the Fucktards released Hell Ride, and I will be talking more about that song next episode. <laughs> on the twenty eighth, Paranoid from Sweden with the uh, song titles that are that are written in Japanese <laughs> <laughs> have released their new single Possessed. On the 30th, the uh, Real Horror Show will be releasing uh, Running, and of course, the Dropkick album. I'm still going to check that out. We'll see what happens. Right. And uh, oh, and the 7th, oh, the 7th, the busy, busy day for me. Lamb of Gods, Omens, Arm for Apocalypses, Ritual Violence, and Goat Whores, Angels Hung from the Arches of Heaven. Oh, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a fun day. Right. <laughs> so much uh, heaviness. I'm gonna I gotta brace my neck. Before I put it in a brace. <laughs> anyway, I'm excited. I'm excited about those albums. And so not very much to add on, but honestly, I think you covered most bases with... Uh, yeah, a long <laughs> list, and that's why we cover it. Just for what you said, like, I didn't even realize band, those bands were putting out new music. Instead of waiting until we get to playing it, because sometimes we, it takes a while before we get to playing it. We only have so many mm -hmm. slots that we are filling per episode. So I know. That's why I've been playing catch-up the past couple of episodes, including this one and right. the next one. <laughs> but, you know, we got to get those uh, taken care of first, and then the new stuff will come in, and then I'm like, okay, my back burner has been taken care of. <laughs> now let's uh, move this stuff up to the front of the line. Right. It's like a... I don't know, we got to treat it like an assembly line, kind of. <laughs> exactly. Well, speaking of an assembly line, it's about time to start some new music, so... What do you have to kick this off? Okay, I have a band called Speed. They have an album, an EP, called A Gang Called Speed. So, they are a band, but they're also a gang. I don't know, you can uh, just kind of uh, see them either way. There you go. <laughs> anyway, they're a, they're a hardcore band that came from Sydney, Australia. So, yeah, the Australians, they, have some, uh, they got some pretty good shit going for them. They don't just have the chats coming out of there. They got something... Arguably heavier. Not even arguably, it is heavier. 
Because, I mean, you heard the chats. They got that classic, uh, uh, classic rugged UK punk rock nearing hardcore sound. Well, Speed, these guys just sound like a straight 80s hardcore revival. Only it's uh, got a lot more uh, distorted guitars, which are down-tuned, by the way. Thanks. And, oh, man, the aggression is there. And, yeah, they released, in it, they released that EP, again, called Speed, all the way back in June. And I've been meaning to play something from this EP for uh, ever since then. But now is that time. And what song am I going to be playing? I'm going to be playing Absolved. I'm sorry. It's not Absolved. <laughs> <laughs> that was, a, that was a, a funny thing with when I was picking my songs for this uh, specific episode. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to play that song Absolved. The song is not called Absolved. I don't know why I did that. Freudian slip, maybe. <laughs> maybe because that's one of the newer SLC hardcore bands, which are astounding. They are so good. I played them on the show before. Anyway, the song, I was kind of there. It starts with an A, <laughs> right? but it is two words. And those two words are another and toy in that order. And here is that song clocking in about 90 seconds. We'll see how long we can last. You can run that shit over this, yeah, no Another toy bust the dust. Caustic in the break, and they know no shit. Sydney, Australia. Nice. Oh yeah, it's got that. It's got some real terror vibes to it. <laughs> so yeah, there you are. And uh, check out the check out some other shit that has came from Speed. And also check out the uh, label to which they are signed. They're called uh, Last Ride Records. They're based out of Newcastle, which is in Australia, not England. <laughs> yeah, really strange the correlations between the UK and Australia. Seems like Australia being so far, just tucked all the way under there. It's taking them a minute to catch up. Right. But hey, better late than never. <laughs> Thing is, uh, check out some of the other bands on Last Ride Records. I'm going to do the same, do some digging around. They have a pretty extensive catalog, all filled with bands I have not heard about. So, all the more reason to check it out. Get familiar with uh, some stuff that's going on in the Southern Hemisphere. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's the, awesome. Yeah, the Southern Eastern Hemisphere. <laughs> it, it's so East, it's almost, almost West. Nice. Yep. Well, that's what I got. Excellent. Well, we got a bunch of new music on the episode. Uh, we're going to play some more. The Raging Nathans, they are going to be releasing a new 
album called Still Splitting, Still Split, Still Spitting Blood, <laughs> and Still Spitting Blood is actually coming out November 21st, but they've already released two singles. They have another one coming out very soon, uh, another one uh, two weeks after that, and the reason why is they are going to be releasing one song every two weeks until the album is released, and there will be different artwork for each song. So I am excited to see the cool artwork that will go with each of the tracks to go, you know, see how it kind of fits in with maybe the, the final album artwork. I want to thank Josh for sending the album over. We have the album. It's great. Uh, we're going to play a track that you can already go check out, but we will be playing some more stuff as we get closer to November 21st because this is a cool album. If you're unfamiliar with Reggie Nathans, they're from Dayton, Ohio. They're on Rad Girlfriend Records. Josh is in the band and runs Rad Girlfriend Records. And we actually had Josh on the show talking about Rad Girlfriend Records and also playing Raging Nathans on episode 66.5 way back in late September of 2018. Yes, that was four years ago, almost exactly four years ago uh, that we had Josh on the show. And now we're playing more stuff. We've played a lot of stuff from the bands on Rad Girlfriend Records since then. Uh, But we will continue to play them. Go check out that episode if you want to check out the interview we did with Josh. Uh, let's get into some new Raging Nathans. This is Nothing I Can Do off of Still Spitting Blood. awesome. I really dig that album. You should definitely go check out the other track that's out, which is the title track, Still Spitting Blood. But like I said, uh, every two weeks, new track, new art that goes with the track. Uh, We will continue to talk about and play some more stuff as we get closer to that release date in November. Good stuff there from the Raging Nathans. Thank you again to Josh. 
Next up, we're going to play the band Less, and that's backslash, backslash Less, if you want to search them. But it just sounds weird for me to say backslash, backslash Less. So the band Less from Paris played them before. Uh, they've got cool music. Why? It's got a cool sound. Because they have two bass players and one drummer, and that's it. Yep, and it's incredibly dark music yeah. as a result. Yes. Oh, man. This was another song, Negative Authority, that was on my back burner of songs to plug. So thank you, Dustin, for beating me to the punch on this one. Absolutely. <laughs> I was actually the load. <laughs> looking at playing this on one of those French episodes that I'm going to be doing on Punkin' Our Worldwide. But thank you to Romain uh, of the band, Les. He reached out, said, hey, we got a new track. Maybe you'll like it. Maybe you want to play it on the show. I said, you know yeah. what? Absolutely we do. So here we go. We're going to get into that track. Uh, Negative Authority, the single, was released August 31st. Again, like I said, they are from France, so let's check it out. Here's Les. <laughs>
negative authority. That oh, was less. Yeah. Man, it's so it's so good to hear that just uh punching, stomping, industrial music still oh man, just still radiating. Doesn't matter where it comes from. Right. People are still just uh people are showing how pissed off they are through electronic music. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's uh it's crazy. I got nothing but good things to say about Les. I know. They're great. Check them out. They're from France. We are going to get into what is typically like older or lesser known, but uh, this band is probably lesser known. I did not know of this band that you picked. Yeah, they're pretty, yeah, they're pretty sparse around there. Yep, they are on Safe Inside Records, so uh, they, you know, I'm looking forward to checking it out. Yeah, Safe Inside Records, if... I'm trying to pull up their band camp right now just to kind of get an idea of, or just to kind of give an idea of who is all on there, because it's a pretty extensive catalog. But in the meantime, the band I'll be talking about is uh, a Rejection Pact, and they come from Boise. Nice. <laughs> yep. Oh, good old Boise, our neighbors up in, up in the north. And uh, yeah, Boise, about the only nice thing I could say about it is... They got good bands coming out of there, <laughs> and they have a cool skate park. They have a they have a great skate park. I had a lot of fun up there. But the thing is, um, yeah, the thing is, Rejection Pact. They are, uh, yeah, they're an incredibly new band. They just had this uh, promo that was released. Promo demo, sort of the same thing, right? <laughs> and that was released back in July, the eighth of July, and it's only two songs long. Just two songs. I could have played both of them right now, but. Um, we got a long night ahead of us. We so, do. Go check out the other one on your own. <laughs> yeah, do it. It's going to take you literally a minute. And this one is going to take literally a minute. <laughs> and some, a minute and some change. This is their anti-police song. It's called Hired Goons. <laughs> Just following orders. <laughs> oh, God, I love that song. I mean, I love both of those songs on there. Um, but, yeah, Rejection Pact, you can find them on their Bandcamp. And they do have uh, not a lengthy discography, but they do have one EP. That was the actual demo that was released back in 2018. So, kind of hard to say what this uh, is a promo for. Is this a promo for any upcoming releases? Is it a promo for a tour? I'm like, well, it's been a few months, 
and I haven't seen or heard much about Rejection Pact. Of course, I may just be getting some of the dates misconstrued, <laughs> but we'll see. Promo of things to come, most likely. Yep, some things to come. Uh, yeah, on top of that, they do have an LP out called uh, Threats of the World that came out in 2019, and they, did a, uh, they released a single of the song Statement by Go It Alone in April of 2020. Also in 2020, they released a, <clears throat> they released a single called Failed Animal. And what it's looking like is that was on a uh, compilation. Yep, it was on a compilation. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, Safe Inside Records, they got a, they got a pretty uh, decent number of bands on here. They got Bystander on there. They have Take It to Heart. They have Reaching Out from Jersey. And they have No Other Way from Virginia. And all the way from Saskatchewan, they got Stepping Stone. Cool. So yeah, that along with uh, quite a few others. And that's just on their band camp, too. So... Check out safeinsiderecords.com and see what else they have and all these current bands to see what caliber they, uh, that justifies their placement on this label compared to all the other bands on there. Nice. Do that. Yep, do that. Anyway, that was Rejection Packed. All right, well, let's play another track. This one is a little older, I suppose. Uh, I played the other half of the split, so the split features The Attack, who we played couple weeks ago and now no thrills the other half of this split which came out on violated records thank you again to pat we played a whole bunch of stuff on violated records thanks to pat uh sent a bunch of stuff our way we checked it out and getting it on the show no thrills is a band from penrith in cumbria in the uk so if you haven't heard of them check them out they've been their first release they put out came out in 1999 so they've been around they've put out some releases this particular split came out July 19th of 2018. Again, it also featured The Attack, who we featured already. Now we're going to play a track from No Thrills off of that split. It's a split EP. The track that we're going to play is called My Life.
No thrills, my life. My way? Yes, exactly. Just that way. Hmm. Just that way. Punk rock till I die, my life, my way. I feel like I've heard that somewhere. <laughs> mm. <laughs> nice. Awesome stuff. Go check out that split. I enjoy that band, enjoy the split. Uh, it's good. I recommend you doing so. Uh, we are going to get into our first in this Halloween season of Halloween themed music. Uh, it's a new track, so we're going to kick it off with something new. I want to thank uh, Leonardo of the band, The Beaters Band, for sharing it with us. I did come across it, was already planning to play it, but guess what? He reached out and was like, hey, uh, we just released this track. Uh, you want to play it with your Halloween stuff? Like, you know what? I most certainly do. So uh, we're going to play a new track from Beaters Band. Uh, I talked about it at the top of the show when we were talking about new music because it just came out on September 24th. And if you're not familiar with the Beaters Band, they are from Italy. They have a lot of like 50s, 60s kind of themed punk rock and roll. I mean, not that punk was during that time, but the rock and roll portion that mixes it, makes it punk rock and roll. Uh, the track that we're going to listen to that is Halloween themed is called Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs>
there's some Halloween-themed music, maybe you're going to go watch Nightmare on Elm Street or one of the 10 or 15 of them that are out there that exist. Uh, yeah, that's, a, <laughs> that's about right. I don't know what's in the canon anymore. Right? You know, they've been, uh, they've been reviving Halloween for the past uh, near 20 years. New Halloween coming out? Oh, yeah, the new Halloween and, of course, Rob Zombie's little uh, Halloween excursion, which, Jesus Christ, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I, got a, I got mixed thoughts on that, on those two movies. <laughs> but, honestly, I kind of given up on Halloween, and I'm like, okay, now it's just a matter of time before they start doing the same shit and beat the Friday the 13th dead horse and the one of uh, Freddy Krueger. That's the... That's the nice thing about horror movies. You know how the villains never seem to die? Yeah. Yeah, neither do franchises. <laughs> right? If they think they can squeeze some more money out of it, they do. I know. And this is, this is not something that's new. I mean, if you remember back in the days of uh, the black and white universal monster movies, yeah, they were great films on their own, but there were so many crossovers. There was Dracula meets Wolfman and uh, Wolfman meets Frankenstein and all this crazy shit. So because right. they were all within the same world. It was a universal monster universe. So yeah, you had a lot of uh, you had a lot of variety. Quality? That's debatable. <laughs> and that's uh and that's just kind of what's uh, going on now. It's just now crossing all the franchises together. Again, it just took almost 100 years to uh, find its footing. Right. And it's still stumbling, man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but this is a music-based podcast, not a movie-based podcast. This one just happens to be music based on film. Right. Well, that was our Halloween track. We are going to get into a great cover-to-cover album, because as Eric had mentioned, he's trying to get through a bunch of stuff. Well, so am I, so I have a bunch of new stuff to get to. Otherwise, it'll take too long. So in lieu of a new album on this episode and on the next one, I'm just going to be playing a lot of new stuff. When I say new, it's 2022. Some of it came out like early, like in January. But we'll get to those. When we get to those, we'll get to Eric's album first. And even before we do that, we're going to talk about some live shows. I've got a list of live shows to talk about that will be coming up that you can go see. I went and saw a live show myself. Eric, what did you go see this week? Yeah, boy. I saw there were two shows in particular. On the 24th, over at Aces High Saloon, both of these shows were at Aces High. The first one was seeing the bands Leak, Torn Open, Loinhammer, Deathblow, and Wraith. Nice. Oh, man, and I'm wearing their shirt right now. I am so excited still. I loved seeing Wraith as soon as I heard them, which incidentally was at Aces. I was just sitting there having a beer, playing pool, and then I hear this song. Ah, this sounds like some uh, Toxic Holocaust type metal, (laughs) which is like the blackened thrash type. Excuse me. Type of extreme metal. So I was like, okay, I think I got to check these guys out. And I checked them out. And... Yep, I mean, I'm still wearing the shirt. Nice, that's cool. <laughs> uh, but I got to say, like, uh, Leak, they were, they were good. They were just a uh, two-man band, the guitarist and the drummer, and just doing some uh, good old grindcore type shit. And then the next one that came on was Torn Open. That was the same guitarist, different drummer, and then a bassist. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, and they were fucking awesome. Loinhammer, oh, man, you could tell they were having a ball on stage. You could tell these guys were built for the stadium. <laughs> And I even made the joke, like, uh, it's, it's still summer-ish. It's got the, it's still warm weather. So they yeah. have these uh, industrial fans on there. I'm not talking, like, giant industrial fans. Like, you know the, 
The ones that are built that same way and they just have the they just have air just shooting out of this giant tube. Right. And the point is there was a fan. And, <laughs> and they were aimed directly up at the guitarist and I could just tell he was just trying to look all proper like he was on the like on the cover of a power metal album, his hair just billowing in the hair, in the wind. Nice. I was like, oh, this is funny. You know, and you could tell that they weren't just like trying to be the stadium rock band. You know, they had the, they had the, the music to back it up. And honestly, they were just having fun. That's cool. I'm like, yeah, these guys are awesome. And they had a drum solo. <laughs> Who does drum solos anymore? <laughs> like, holy shit. And they were up there. It was just classic sounding heavy metal, the guitar solos and everything. It was, it was a lot of fun. Nothing but bad things to say about Loinhammer, except their merch kind of sucked. I wasn't too into it. But then, of course, Deathblow coming back and just uh, bringing down the house. And I'm excited for, I'm excited for those guys. They're, uh, oh, man, I can't remember his name. But their singer, he came up to me at the show, and he wanted to thank me personally for plugging his music on the punk cast. Oh, awesome. Like, yeah, of course, man. Your music's awesome. You got some shit coming up. That's the least I can do to help promote you guys. Right. Uh, it, was, it was great. And yeah, Wraith, first thing I got to say, I was uh, talking with the guy doing merch who happened to be their drummer. He told me his name. Can't remember. I'm terrible with names. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, let me buy a shirt from you. Let me buy this. Uh, um, yeah, I think it was just the shirt that I bought from him. And, and he was like, yeah, just hold on. We got to get the singer over here because he handles like all the funds and shit. And... And he was like, hey, we got a shirt, this one XL for the uh, 666 guy. <laughs> I was wearing my heavy metal shop t-shirt with 666 right in the front. That's awesome. So whenever I made the Venmo payments to the guy, I just uh, had it. <laughs> it was like from the 666 guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was a pretty fun. That was a pretty fun uh, back and forth between them. I hung out with them a little bit and just uh, told them, great show, great time, fucking can't wait to have you back, all that jazz. But then, see, but then seeing them perform, yeah, they was, it was a pretty brutal, pretty brutal experience. The pits were pretty nuts. That's awesome. Oh, uh, yeah, but not as nuts as the next show that I went to, which was I Hate God. Wow, yeah. Oh, yeah, with Savage Master and ACDC and NARC. Which ACDC? The one with the X. <laughs> the one with the lightning bolt or the one with the X? <laughs> the one that actually stands for Antichrist Demon Core. <laughs> or Devil's Child or what did I, what did I call it? Anti-cunt ass cheeks. <laughs> no, anti-cunt dick cheese. <laughs> oh, God. I was there. Yeah, I was there at the very beginning. I saw NARC. I've seen NARC a million times. They always are a crazy show. Love it. And then Savage Master came on, and Savage Master, there was, let me show you, there were five people in there. Their singer, she was the only one not wearing a cloak and an executioner's hood. Wow. <laughs> All four remaining members were, yeah, dressed like that. And they had the song and the imagery to match. It was very occultish sounding music. She even had, they even had some props. She came out with this, uh, uh, with this three-pronged candle holder. And, of course, the candles were all lit. Well, save for one, fell down while it was lit. I'm like, oh, shit, no fires, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the... Oh, yeah, what was the other... Th yeah, and she dons her own cloak, and it's just... 
you can tell they're just really setting the mood. That's great. And what do they set the mood for? Well, the Antichrist Devil's Child. <laughs> this was my first time seeing ACDC. I had, I had the opportunity to see them a few times last times they came through, and some reason or another, I always missed them. Either I went to the show and arrived too late, or I just straight up didn't go, forgot, whatever. But the thing, the thing was, I am happy that I finally got to see them because Jesus, did they fucking kill. They were just going, they had a set list of about maybe 30 songs. Wow. 30 songs because, you know, they're power violence. They're one of the power violence bands. They're right up there with like a weekend nachos and spaz. And how they, and how they played, oh, they played so fucking well. Just, uh, yeah, just four guys, but it feels like there's uh, 50 people just slamming on a fucking guitar. <laughs> it was so loud. And it was great. And what's funny is you could just, uh, with the differences in genres throughout the show, you could just tell who was there to see who. <laughs> it's like all the metalheads, all the people who looked like metalheads, unmistakably, were there for Savage Master. They were up front. And, the, and all the fucking uh, crusty-looking guys and the hardcore guys, specifically, they were there to see ACDC. <laughs> and then all the old-school, bearded, uh, burnout gentlemen, of course, were there to see I Hate God. <laughs> I was there to see all of them, but I Hate God especially, because, oh, yeah. I've only seen them one other time, and that was the last time they came to Salt Lake with the Cro-Mags back in 2018? 2019, some one of those years. The point was, it was a, it was a long time ago. <laughs> and in between songs, Mike Williams, their singer, he was going, "Hey, sir, this is the second time we played Salt Lake City. I think." <laughs> <laughs> and you could tell he was kind of being, he was half joking, but he was seriously being genuine. <laughs> it was being like, "Yeah, the last time we were here, we uh, did a bunch of speed." <laughs> I'm just going, Mike. You've Still rolling. I don't know how you're dead yet. <laughs> I mean, this is a guy who spent the better part of his 20s with a needle in his arm. Yeah. I mean, where do you think that, oh, that grimy <laughs> sludge came from? It was from being strung out, I tell you. Right. It wasn't just weed, man. It was, ugh, and alcohol. Oh, God. But he's still kicking. He's still, he's still got the presence on, on stage, and he's just got this maniacal-looking face. He just looks like he's ready to just tear you, tear you apart with his teeth. <laughs> oh, man. And they even got encored. I don't know nice. which song they played. I don't remember them by uh, title. I remember them by riff. Okay. And, and yeah, arguably a lot of their riffs sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, they, but the one I do remember by title that I don't have a problem saying, hilariously enough... <laughs> It was sister fucker. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, that one got the oh, that got the most movement. Everyone was just going nuts for that one, and I only got hit in the head once. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, just could right, have been worse. Yeah, just right up on the hairline. It was just a, it was an accident. Just got an elbow pushed into me. So it wasn't bad. Could have been a lot worse. Could have hit the other side of right. the head. Oh God, I really gotta. Really got to gauge the danger a lot better. <laughs> but yeah, that was a uh, yeah, it was quite an experience uh, seeing all those guys being in those uh, mosh pits, especially with the uh, especially with such fresh ink. 
I don't know if you noticed. Dustin. I did. Yeah, I got my hand tattooed. I got the Dawn of the Dead logo. You know that guy, he's peering out of the ground. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had that. That was fresh. That was done on Saturday. And on Saturday, that's when I went to see Wraith. <laughs> nice. And, yeah, just... Uh, was not a good idea. I might have to go back in and get it touched up. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's, in its, uh, it's in its peeling stage now. And some of this discolor, I'm like, oh, shit, maybe, maybe this wasn't such a good idea. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. It was worth it. Nice. That's cool. So those are the only two shows that I have seen this week. And I will be seeing two more next week. Great. I, I'm hoping to see some next week. I will definitely next weekend, and I'll mention some of those here in a moment. The show I went and watched, a uh, buddy of mine wanted to go see Me First and Gimme Gimme's. He hit me up like Wednesday or Thursday last week. I think when we were recording last week, actually. And mm-hmm. uh, I went with him, <clears throat> and they, they were good. Uh, they had the Black Tones open up for him. Had never heard of them. They're from Seattle. They were great. Not specifically my cup of tea. It's like funk, noise, punk. And so it's not something that I would probably, like if I just heard somebody playing a CD, like I haven't gone back to listen to the music, like, oh yeah, that's probably something that I'm really into. Mm. Probably not. But uh, what I did enjoy is their performance. They were outstanding, great performance. If you have a chance to go see me first in the Gimme Gimme's, well, Black Tones are on tour with them. So I recommend going and seeing him because at least one of the bands is going to be good. Surfboard yeah. was supposed to be the other band that was pl- touring with him. I think somebody got COVID is what they said, so they were unable to perform. So the substitute band they got is based out of Denver, a band called Joy Subtraction. And I thought ahead of time seeing that name, like, oh, maybe there's something like Joy Division. I like Joy <laughs> Division. And so maybe, but no, not even close. It was, uh, it was okay. It was, <laughs> it was okay. That's what I'll say. Yeah, okay is not even close to Joy Division. No, it was, it was okay. They got two of the band members they, they did mention. Uh, is so f- for some grace I will give, uh, their bass player, I guess, has a really good job and just wasn't interested. He's like, no, I can't. And so they called up a bass player friend of theirs from, I think they said he was from Tucson, Arizona, and they all met here in Salt Lake to do the opening and continue on with, I don't know how much of the tour, but at least some of the tour. Hmm. So good for them. But for me, it was okay at best. And uh, the guitar player, I will say that he must work out his quads because he held the, the, the punk guitar player position. Do you know that position, Eric? The, the, your, your 90s punk guy where he's, he has to squat down, so I'm kind of squatting down in the quads, everybody. I'll describe what I'm doing, and he's got the mic because he's playing the guitar, and it's probably like four or five inches lower than if he was to stand straight up. So he squats like this, right? And then he's got the back leg back and the front leg forward, and uh, the guitar like right in between, right? And... He holds his position and just, you know, going to town on the guitar. And he holds that position for, I would say, at least 75% of their 30-minute performance. He was able to hold that position. Me holding that position for about 20 seconds as I was showing Eric, my quad was starting to get a little bit tired and like, yeah, I don't think I want to hold this position for that long. (laughs) I've I've been in that position before, but I have only just been a backing vocalist when playing an instrument (laughs) nice nowadays it's like if that happens then if i'm doing vocals and guitar full time you know 
then I will just be, you know, sitting in the V shape. <laughs> there you go. What type of music were these guys? They're they were... not Joy Division. <laughs> no, they were not at all. They were just punk, you know, just your, I don't know. They, they look like guys that would have played in face-to-face and maybe not quite as poppy as face-to-face can come across, I would say, but something that you would probably find on Fat Records, maybe, you know, something like that, more than likely. So that's kind of what they were, and then obviously uh, headlining, saw me first in the Gimme Gimme's, seen them before, Uh, they are a shtick band, but they're a cover band, right? But they're shtick band, kind of like what Real Big Fish is. Real Big Fish, once you've seen them a couple times, you're like, oh, well, you kind of recycle a lot of the same things you say and the way you perform, all, it kind of goes together. You know, mm. just some of the goofball shit that happens and Spike repeats and, you know, the, this next song's a cover. You know, he did that I don't know how many times. Well, like every other time I've seen him, I heard that I don't know how many times during the performance, you know. <laughs> But on this performance, uh, Jake Kiley of Strung Out, he's the guitar player playing for Me First and the Gimme Gimme's. I like Jake. We had Jake on the show back when... Chris couldn't, had to take like a month off because of coaching wrestling, and so I had uh, Mark Hardcore on the show, and Mark lined up a couple interviews, including one with Jake, and we did an interview with Jake on the show around whatever album came out from Strung Out around t- end of 2018. So uh, Jake's awesome. He did a great job. Uh, C.J. Ramone's playing bass for him. I love C.J. Ramone. Yeah. He's a great guy. Uh, so... They perform well, great show. It was, you know, about an hour long, about what you'd expect. It was at the depot. It was good. It was good for, you know, Monday night. There you go. I got to wrap up around 10.30. Old, old ass me, it wants to start, you know, on a Monday night. I don't want to <laughs> fucking be out till like 12.30, even though I don't have anywhere I have to be specifically in the morning. Yeah. I'm just fucking tired and I go to bed earlier. <laughs> 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 All right, so those are, that's the show I went to. Go check out Me First and Gimme Gimme's. We were at the very beginning of their tour. I think they'd only played like two locations before us. So they're out there. Go check them out. Speaking of bands playing shows, uh, on October 1st, you can go see Patriot uh, playing with Duffy's Cut, Battery March, and English Teeth. It's in Philadelphia at the Fire. It's a 21 and older show. Get your tickets in advance because they're 15. If you wait until Saturday, you're going to have to pay 18. You can save a few of those dollars and spend it on merch as uh, all those bands are great, especially Patriot and Duffy's Cut, definitely bands that I've played on the show before. Uh, big fans of our. I've seen Duffy's Cut. They are awesome. So uh, go check them out. Uh, some other uh, tour that will be happening soon. Or, no, actually, it's already underway. I take it back. Anti-Feds are doing a West Coast tour. Uh, they are getting towards the end. So on the 29th, they'll be in Portland. On the 30th, in Seattle. The 1st, they'll be in Boise. The 2nd, Las Vegas. The 3rd, Long Beach, California. That's where they'll wrap up. So they've got a little bit left. Go check them out. Uh, hopefully you checked them out if they were in your town on the West Coast. As I pointed out last week, they skipped Salt Lake, but that's all right. We're kind of not West Coast. But Boise was on there, so <laughs> if Boise's West Coast, we're, we're kind of, we've got to be kind of close to the West Coast, right? Maybe not. Well, we're West. <laughs> right? We're Midwest, <laughs> or no, Mountain West, I think that's yeah, what we're Central talking. Mountain West. There you go. All right, well, if you want to go spend 15 bucks and check out Powerhouse, you should on September 30th. They're playing with End Days, Jackknife, Trist, Yokai, and Low Sight. 
and that'll be in San Fernando, California. So go check them out. It's at the Midnight Hour. I think that's the name of the venue. Show start, well, it says 7 p.m. That might mean doors open at 7 p.m., but 15 bucks. We love Powerhouse. Go check out Powerhouse on that date. Uh, Last Resort will be playing with rival leaders on Thursday, the 29th. So if you're listening to this show, yeah, it's probably tonight for you if you're in Copenhagen. And so go uh, head over to, it looks like, Basement CPH. Uh, and doors open at 8 o'clock, so get after it. Uh, like I said last week, uh, fuck Nazis and other racist scumbags. It's on the flyer. I feel like I just have to say that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, again, last resort and rival leaders in Copenhagen, so go check them out. Uh, another tour is Amel and the Sniffers. They are going to be in Minneapolis on the 29th. They'll be in Denver on the 1st, Salt Lake City at the Depot on the 2nd, Boise, Idaho on the 4th, Eugene, Oregon on the 5th, Seattle, Washington on the 6th, and they'll be at Dana Point in California for the Festival Encore weekend, uh, the 8th and 9th. Uh, speaking of bands from Australia, as we were playing earlier, so there you go, Amel and the Sniffers. Uh, speaking of festivals, Mom's Basement Fest is going to be going on on October 1st. And that is in Youngstown, Ohio, at the Westside Bowl. Doors open at 4. First band starts at 4.30. The band you'll get to see our horror section. The Suck, Covert Flops, Going Places, The Manoroves, Kelsey Bad Grammar, School Damage, Beatnik Termites, The Jasons, The Putts, Ghost Party. We played a handful of those bands. Pre-sell, it's only 25, but if you wait till Saturday, you're going to have to pay 35. So again, save yourself some money to spend on some merch. Go get uh, those tickets for 25 bucks. That's Mom's Basement Records, Mom's Basement Fest. Go check that one out. Uh, Giuda is going to be playing with the Analogs, The Boys, Bull Brigade, Striked, Gimpfist, Reckless Upstarts, Brutal Bravo, and Complete Lost at Oi, It's Hamburg, or Moyen, It's Hamburg, 7 at Monkeys in Hamburg, Germany. Uh, that'll be a festival going over... Uh, this Friday, the 30th, along with Saturday the 1st and Sunday the 2nd. So go check out that one if you're in Hamburg. Love us a festival. Uh, Eric, do you have any shows that you want to mention? Because I still have like five or six more. You can, you can go. <laughs> yeah, I got, a, I got a few. So, so yeah, the 28th at the uh, Complex, the Deathcore aficionados, Carnifex and Oceano, will be playing with Spite and Left to Suffer and Magnetar. That'll be $25 and will be 6 p- at 6 p.m. On the 1st, Threer, Despite Despair, and Sacrilegion will be playing at Fairyland. you got to ask a punk for the address. And it's a donation-based, it's a local show, and that'll be starting at 6 p.m. Threer is dubbing this their tour kickoff party, despite the fact they won't be going on tour until the 18th. Okay. Yeah, or the 13th. I can't remember. I will be plugging it later as it becomes a, as it gets closer. They just have a few dates, and they're going to be on tour with Hemwick. So, good on them. However, I will not be at that show. I will be busy elsewhere at a show with Fit for an Autopsy, Motionless in White, Killswitch Engage, and Lamb of God. Nice. So, yeah. I bought my tickets for that months ago. I am... 
I am excited to see Lamb of God again and Kill Switch again. Hopefully this time I don't get my lip busted open. <laughs> I mean, I've seen every band on this bill at least once, except for Fit for an Autopsy. I don't believe I've seen them. I may have seen them in passing in my uh, tenure of uh, attending Warp Tour, but never sat and watched them. Cool. <laughs> I would have remembered. Anyway, for those of you who have not got your tickets yet or are just planning to buy at the uh, box office, then... Yep, pay attention to this. It'll be at the Saltaire. It's going to be starting at 6 p.m. And it's going to be, well, I paid 60 bucks for mine. 60 bucks. But you got to think of it. For all these uh, very well-established bands, all four of them, that's, you know, $10 a piece. Uh, not $10. It's $12 a piece. There you go. Yeah. A little over $12, but still. Or under $12. How many bands were there? Four. Oh, that's 15 yeah. bucks a piece. 15 bucks a, yeah, okay, 15 bucks a piece for yeah. each band. So, yeah, it, it equates itself out. I can justify that, but I don't know how much tickets are going to be day of the show. So you'll just have to find out when you get there. Uh, but, yeah, I'll be there. I'm going to go fucking crazy. <laughs> anyway, on the second, yeah, Emil and the Sniffers will be playing The Depot. That's at, that starts at 7 p.m., $25. And, yeah, Dustin just mentioned that. Didn't you? Yep, yep, I did. Yes, you did. And I will also not be at that show. <laughs> I will be at the Beehive, watching all my friends and all these bands play cover sets of, well, a lot of bands. <laughs> here's, how it's, here's how the lineup's going to be. Not in the order of which they will be playing, but these are the bands, and, this is what they're and these are the cover sets they'll be playing. Snake Eyes. They will be playing a cover set of Hatebreed. Snuff Tape will be doing AFI. They will be doing the All Hallows EP in its entirety. Cool. Recidivist will be doing a, set, a Slayer set list. Portraits will be doing Title Fight. Run Into the Sun will do Snapcase. Absolved will do Gorilla Biscuits. Zodiac Killer will do Trapped Under Ice. And Crow Killer will do... Nobody outside of Dan Fletcher knows. <laughs> and, of course, Crow Killer. They are billed, and it's scheduled they'll be playing the set of Nunya. N-U-N-Y-A. In other words, Nunya Business. <laughs> if you want to know, you got to go. Exactly. They are notoriously tight-lipped about it. And I've been starting some, like, uh... <laughs> Uh, some like inside joke saying, oh, they're going to do a Cindy Lauper cover set. <laughs> oh, no, they'll be doing Michael Jackson. Nah, they'll be doing Coolio. <laughs> At the, here was another funny thing. So, Dan, he, uh, for the Ill Will Zine, that's who is uh, putting this on. It's the Ill Hallows uh, Benefit Show. Okay. Uh, for Gear Fund Collective. I got I to gotta plug that. Donation-based. So, if you're going to come to this show... Uh, just bring whatever pocket change you have. You won't be turned down at the door, but it is recommended that you bring some cash. Cool. Anyway, he can he constructed a uh, Spotify playlist for the lead up to this show, and basically leaked all the set lists. It's like these are the songs they're going to be playing. I mean, there's uh, what six bands on this bill? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight bands. There are eight bands on this bill. It's starting at six thirty. So, yeah, you're just going to have to play, like, 20-minute sets. Just play the hits, and you're good. We need to get <laughs> through this. So, yeah, they got all the songs. He has all the songs in there in order. And then it gets down to Crow Killer's parts, and it's nothing but Weird Al songs. <laughs> I'm like, are they just going to do Weird Al cover songs? 
Because I'd be, I'm okay with that. That would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> and I commend them for doing so. That's, uh, that's not an easy feat. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah, I would lose my mind. I mean, I'm going to lose my mind anyway. Some people are also saying they might just do like uh, old school Salt Lake hardcore covers of like the bands that like uh, Blake and Tyler and uh, Mike, Josh, and Matt were all in. They'd probably do an aftermath of a train wreck or a... Uh, uh, or a cool your jets or some close grip or something like that. And that would be cool too. But I just love how they are just keeping it in, in the shadows. It's like <laughs> nobody's going to know. You have to show up. You got to figure it out. I'm just waiting. This could either be really awesome or really funny, but also being really awesome. <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving on. After that, on the fourth, another huge show will be Slipknot. Yes. Oh, yeah, playing with Ice Nine Kills and Crown the Empire. That is going to be held at USANA Amphitheater. I mean, why even bother plugging the show? Everybody knows about it. I'm sure they do. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows about it. I, unfortunately, will not be attending this one. And I am okay with that. I mean, I love Slipknot. I love seeing them live. I have seen Me them too. live three times. You know, three times, and... You know, I'm okay with missing them this time around. It's, just, it's no skin off my hide. Crown the Empire and Ice Nine Kills, I am not particularly huge fans of them. Ice Nine Kills, I haven't listened to them since middle school. And I only listened to them really because my friends were showing me something about them. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Can't bring myself to say that I hate them, but I'm just not going out of my way to listen to them. <laughs> Same thing with Crown the Empire. They are... It's, that tour is what it is. It's no skin off my hide if I miss it. And I will be missing it, so, eh, oh well. And uh, finally, on the uh, sixth, the hardcore band Ceremony will be playing at Kilby Court with Spy, Soul Glow, and Body of Leaves. And I highly recommend you go to that one, if not for the sole purpose to see Soul Glow. <laughs> they are fucking amazing. I saw them with Show Me the Body when they came through, and... If you remember what I was saying about that, if you listened to that episode, holy shit, those guys are so wild. They're just so spastic. I cannot put a finger down on those guys in terms of their sound and in terms of what you're going to expect from that audience. And that was uh, the audience filled uh, the beehive for that. And Kilby Court is a uh, smaller venue. It is... It's got a stage. It's about six or seven inches off of the ground. <laughs> you know? And it's going to be packed in there. It's going to get fucking wild. You know? So that's going to be a fun one. But like I said, Kilby Court, 6 p.m. and is $22. Those are all the shows that are lined up for this upcoming week. I will not be... I don't think I will be able to attend the show on the 6th either. That's... I got stuff going on. Shit happens. <laughs> Uh, yes, it does happen. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll get into it more but later. Not in this episode, possibly the next. We'll just, we'll get there when we get there. That's all I got for shows. Well, we're about to get to your great cover to cover album. A few more shows I'm going to mention in Providence, Rhode Island. On uh, Sunday the 9th, you can go see bands Bloodstained Brindle, Grip Bite, Bricks and Mortar, Cry Havoc, and Triggered. So, if you're in Providence, I definitely recommend getting out to see that one. Uh, you can go see the Warriors, Mephiscopheles, 
Mob Mentality, Italian Blood, and Chemical X tomorrow, which might be today for you if you're listening to it when the show comes out. It's Thursday, September 29th. It's Baltimore, D.C. show. Uh, go check it out. Go check out those bands. Why would you not? Uh, Oi to the world. Uh, <laughs> thanks to T. And go check out Italian Blood. But Mob Mentality is awesome. And you get to go see the Warriors and Mephiscopheles. And a band I still haven't checked out yet, Chemical X. But T told us that Chemical X is pretty cool. <laughs> this is uh, nothing to do with the bands, but the reason why I'm laughing is with you just saying, check them out, why would you not? Yeah. It reminded me of uh, Spencer uh, from, uh, uh, from NARC. He was plugging the Bad Cop, Bad Cop show that is coming up this uh, next week. I got to plug that in just a minute here. But he was like, who's all going to this one to see Fight the Future really tear down the house? Fight the Future's opening up for him. And I commented on there, I will not. And then he was like, why? Are you busy cleaning the kitchen? <laughs> I go, no. The bathroom. <laughs> I didn't tell him the, the real reason why, but it's <laughs> I, it just made me laugh thinking of that. But yeah, I forgot to promote Bad Cop, Bad Cop. That is on the 5th of October at the Beehive with Fight the Future and The Last Gang. I don't know how much it is. I would wager to say somewhere between 10 to $15. Seems about right, yeah. yeah. It seems about right. Just uh, one, two touring bands. And um, just a three-band bill. Should be relatively, it should be modestly priced. Right. <laughs> yeah, and check it out. Bad Cop, Bad Cop, they're fun live. They, they are a fun band. You know, they're not, too, they're not too hard. They're not too soft. They're just like, yeah, just turn off your brain and have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to go, if you're in or near Penrith in Sydney on October 1st, uh, go to the Sound Garden and go see Trashed Again and The No Ones. Uh, love Trashed Again, so go check it out. It's a free show, so again, why would you not? If you're in that area, go check them out. Uh, here is a pre-Crash Festival show, so I'm talking about this as we're getting into Crash Festival. Thursday, October 6th, this will be in, I have to assume it is in Portland, uh, one of the bands playing in it is the Last Responders from Portland. Also, Los Mal Hablados, and then Skinny Pete and the Meats, and this will be at Misdemeanor Meadows. It's a $10 show. It's pre-Crash Festival. This Crash Festival will be starting the next day. This is Thursday the 6th. $10 show. Uh, the days, again, October 7th, 8th, and 9th. Come see me. I want to go see you if you're going to be there, and I'm also going to go see all the bands. Uh, on the 7th, 8th, and 9th at Bossa Nova Ballroom in Portland. I will be there. Uh, so many great bands. I'm going to really quickly say all the names. First Day, Lost Cause, Crime Time, Dead 77, Dog Company, Weekend Kids, The Drowns, Lion's Law, Booze and Glory, Evil Conduct. On day two, Saturday, you get uh, Vicious Cycles, Infirmities, Badass, Lockjaw, Antagonizers, ATL, Common Turn Sect, Resistance 77, The Prowlers, Los, uh, Los Fastidios, and then on the third day, Sunday, you'll get Let It Bleed, Claymore, The Warriors, Mob Mentality, Incendiary Device, Fang, The Take, Doug and the Slugs, and Evil Conduct doing a second show. Yes, they were opening on the first night. And yeah, there are a shit ton of bands. Uh, bands coming from the Netherlands, bands coming from the UK, bands coming from New York, bands coming from all over the place when uh, on this show, uh, all over California, France, uh, Texas, and several bands that we've had on the show just 
in the last year, Dead 77, Infirmities. Uh, a lot of people I'm looking forward to meeting in person. Uh, a lot of great stuff on that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that laundry list of bands that you were going off of, I'm like, I, is there a band on this bill that I do not like? Right? <laughs> Italy, even. Uh, Los Fastidios, they're from Italy. Yeah. We had uh, Adi on the show from Resistance 77 a couple years back, uh, right after we saw them at Punk Rock Bowling. So, so many awesome bands, bands that we, like I said, that we've had on the show, uh, bands that aren't too far from there. But anyway, I'll talk more about that on the next episode. If you're anywhere in that area, you should definitely go. Let me know. Let me know ahead of time, and I'll bring you a t-shirt. I'll bring some of the SLC Punkcast t-shirts with me. And anybody that we meet that listens to the show, I'll be more than happy to give you a shirt, pins, stickers, whatever I can cram in my suitcase. And I hope to meet a lot of people there to free up the space to bring back the merch that I purchased from all those bands in those places. So uh, definitely let me know. Uh, I was talking about Lions Law and Comintern Sect. They are on tour. They'll be on the 30th in L.A., on the 1st in Pomona, on the 2nd, Long Beach, the 3rd, San Diego, 4th, Sacramento, 5th, Reno, 6th in Oakland, the 7th, like I said, 7th and 8th, Portland. Uh, both bands will be performing on different nights. Uh, on the 9th, they'll be in Tacoma, and then they'll do some East Coast before they head back home. And on the East Coast, they'll be October 11th playing in Boston, the 12th in Asbury Park, 13th in Philly, 14th in Atlanta, 15th in Tampa, and in Lake Worth, Florida on the 16th. So you can catch both of those great bands from France uh, in the U.S. They'll be on tour. Uh, speaking of a band, at least from North America, they are currently over in Europe, and that's the Reckless Substarts. Uh, they are going to be in Essen on the 29th, Hanover on the 30th, Hamburg on the 1st, and Berlin on the 2nd. Uh, playing mowing, it's Amberg on the 10th, like I mentioned just a little bit ago. So you should definitely go see Reckless Upstarts. We've had Mike on the show. Uh, we've had a lot of people on the show, a lot of people out touring. Uh, oh, yeah. A couple other shows here. This is in Paris, P-E-R-R-I-S, Paris, California. It's an all-ages free show, and it is on September 30th, 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. You can go see Narcoleptic Youth, No Consent, Rat Feces, Cot, Shoebies, Rabbit Assault, Madam Riot, Fallen Legacies, and AATC. So another one there. Uh, why not go? If you're in that area, why wouldn't you be going, right? Right. All right, that's all the shows I've got. Eric, let's get into that great cover-to-cover -cover album of yours. Well, I'll tell you why I wouldn't be going. I'm brushing my teeth. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. What you got for an album for us this week? Okay, one that I've been plugging for uh, quite some time, and yep, I'm just gonna say it at least one more time. Earth Crisis, Vegan for the Animals, the newest EP from the most seminal 90s hardcore band ever. There you go. <laughs> oh yeah, they Enough said the, there. <laughs> yeah, they are one of the reasons that uh, Vegan Straight Edge took off the way that it did, and you know, for better or worse, <laughs> some of it for worse, but that's that's not the point. The thing is, they are still holding true to their uh, values for animal rights, so much so that it took them a long time just to be. Hey, you know what? We don't have to. We don't have to coat it with some. You know, with some poetic meaning of a two-word song, and just be. Let's just come out right and say it. We are vegan for the animals. Yep. Okay. Good. 
<laughs> there you are. N enough said right there. Right. <laughs> anyway, the EP is only four songs long, and it's uh, split in half. The A-side features uh, two brand-new tracks, including the title track, which we will be playing here in a minute. And the B-side contains two previously unreleased tracks, and I will talk about those in just a minute after we get through the first song. Here is the title track of Vegan for the Animals. all that needs to be said <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah one thing i gotta point out is uh the last time i played earth crisis on this show it was for the uh, 20 year anniversary of the california takeover 
And I remember playing the Earth Crisis tracks and uh, pointing out uh, Carl Beekner's voice and how it just sounded so strange, so disheveled. I'm like, I don't remember the last time it sounded so weird, but come to find, yeah, it wasn't him. It was, uh, he was sticking the mic into the crowd and everyone else was singing the words, you know, <laughs> as hardcore bands do. I'm like, okay, that, okay. So now I have the proof in front of me. This is their first album that they've released since, <clears throat> not even an album, it's the first thing that they've released since 2015. That was The Discipline and that was an EP. And yeah, at that point, Earth Crisis was just kind of going, uh, you know, playing the festivals over at uh, This Is Hardcore, just doing some uh, shows here and there, but they weren't truly active, as uh, at least on the creative front. So it's nice to know that they are coming out, and damn, do they still have it. <laughs> that riff is just so chunky, the, the groove is still there, and Carl's voice is just so punchy. He just, uh, he still got it. You know, and coming from uh, the 90s when it was still like those, uh, you know, those girthy roars, just those, uh, just those growls that just sound very rudimentary, which is, you know, it's hardcore. Of course, you, of course you're still kind of finding your footing, finding your voice, quite literally. Right. And now it's a lot more high-pitched. He seems to have more of a grasp on it, and it sounds all the better for it. So anyway, that was a new track. This uh, upcoming track, like I said, the B-sides are actually comprised of two songs that were unreleased. And what I mean by that is that they were only played live. And you, they were technically released on their uh, live record, The Oath That Keeps Me Free. Those songs in question are Fate of the Neo-Gods and Smash or Be Smashed. And this is the first time that they have seen the light of day in a studio format. Just an LP recorded version. It is an LP, it's an EP, but it's on an LP. <laughs> and this is, the, this is the first song that you hear when you flip the record over and drop that needle. This is Smash or Be Smashed.
Oh yeah, you can just feel the bodies piling up behind you, just trying to get that mic time. Right? Oh yeah, smash. I'll be smashed. Oh yeah. <laughs> and again, even though that is technically an older song, it just sounds like it fits right at home with the rest of this uh, record. Just goes to show, Earth Crisis hasn't changed their sound. Other than the fact that they've just uh, tightened it up, polished it up, and uh, Carl's voice has just uh, gotten more uh, gotten more refined as the years went on. There's, they've been a classic hardcore band since 1990, and yep, yeah, they're still they're still killing it. They're a classic hardcore band now. Nice. So yeah, you got nothing else to say about uh, about vegan for the animals, except for if you are, then I stay that way. Otherwise, uh, Carl's gonna hunt you down and uh, shove lettuce down your mouth. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, sweet. Well, like I said earlier, uh, no album for me as I have some bands that I want to get to. So uh, we're going to play some more new music. Uh, one of those bands, it's new this year and it's a new band. Uh, the band started right before COVID. Then during COVID, they were able to write some music, get it recorded and then release it January 28th of this year. That band being Schedule One. That's the number one. Uh, they released an EP called Schedule One, and it is released on Dirt Cult Records, so thank you to Dirt Cult Records for uh, putting it our way. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with the band, they're from Vancouver in British Columbia, and it features members of the bands uh, Bishop's Green, Dead Cells, Candy, and Systematic. So uh, you get some band members who have, definitely have some experience, some good bands there. And again, this came out January 28th, a little bit earlier this year. Uh, like I said, there's a list of stuff that uh, I'm trying to put the list together. That way I don't overlook some things as long as I've overlooked some of these tracks like this one. So here we go. Uh, new, coming up on a year old, but we're not even a year old yet. It's only like uh, nine months. It's nine months old. Uh, off of their EP, Schedule One, the track that we're going to listen to is called Sacred Light. <laughs>
Schedule one, that is Sacred Light. I love the I love that type of uh, dancing punk music where the low end is really leading the at least the riff on that one. Where the right? guitar is just kind of doing the ambiance in the background. Yeah. It's, it's so fun. It is. They're, they're cool. I recommend checking them out again. Uh, I definitely try to get to everything that gets shared to us. We get things shared from bands, from labels, from promo uh, companies, from PR companies, all kinds of stuff. And we listen to as much as we can and try to get to as much as we can. That's why a lot of it gets played on Punkinoy Worldwide, too, because there's only so many slots that we have to, to fill here. Uh, speaking of which, let's get into another one. This band reached out much more recently than that band, but still... Uh, overdue to get them on the show. Clark Kent, and that's all one word, Clark Kent. Yeah, like Superman, Clark Kent. Uh, Clark Kent, the band, is a political punk band from Helsinki in Finland. Uh, I wish I would have known about the band back when I was doing band or shows or episodes for bands from Finland, uh, but I got word of this just after, so we're going to be playing it here on SLC Punkcast. A lot of cool stuff. Did that not too long uh, before or right around when this was released. It was a single from the band. They do have other releases, so go check them out. Uh, on June 3rd of this year, they released a single called Resignation. We're going to listen to that single right now. Again, they're from Helsinki. The band is Clark Kent, and that's Clark Kent, all one word, two Ks in the middle, Clark Kent.
Right? In a different sense. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like those bands that walk the fine line of like a melody and just a sheer rabidness. Yeah. It's cool stuff. Again, like I said, they come at us from Helsinki and Finland. Uh, I definitely recommend checking out more of their music as they are a political punk band. Uh, definitely something I enjoy listening to. And Clark Kent is a band I enjoy listening to. That song was Resignation. Eric, we're going to wrap up the show. We have a couple non-punk picks, and yours is definitely not punk. Not that mine are, <laughs> but new metal kind of rubs the, the edges there of punk in some sense. Yes, sometimes it does. Yeah. Yeah. However, this one is, uh, well, I guess you could call it uh, comedy rock. Yeah. It's a song by a band called The Axis of Awesome. They were, uh, yeah, they're from, I realize this. I started off in Australia, and I'm ending it in Australia. You These sure guys, are. Yeah, they're a comedy band from the land down under. They are uh, just con- they're consistent of three people, and one of which is a keyboardist who's named uh, what was it, Benny uh, Benny Davis. Okay, <laughs> like Betty Davis. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they uh, <clears throat> yeah, they're a comedy rock band, and they uh, and they you know they just. They just have a fun time. But one specific song that really got them uh, noted, that really got them as hailed as such a noted act, was their four-chord song. And it's a parody song that's uh, also showing how pretty much every pop song that you can think of is comprised of four chords. And if you are a music theory nut like I am, then that just... That's just very limited, the amount of melodies and the amount of uh, structure that you can add on one song. Yet, it is a total cop-out. Everyone does the four-chord song, and it is catchy. Nice. So, what that they, so what they have done, they've made a, uh, it's about like a five, six-minute long song, and it's just them giving a, uh, going on a marathon of all these songs that you have heard on the radio, and they are just comprised of these four different chords, different textures, different structures, different you know patterns that they are used, but it's still the same idea. And they all <laughs> keep it within the same key as to sort of like more emphasize the point. And yeah, there's a, there is quite a few artists, quite a few songs that they uh, go through. The ones that the ones that I heard, I'll uh, plug it at the end of this episode. But I challenge you, listeners, make a list. And, and you too, Dustin. Okay. Just try and keep a list of all the songs that you can recognize off the top of your head. Okay. Yeah, if, maybe not even the songs, but the artists themselves, whatever. Just be like, oh yeah, I know this one. I know this one. I know this one. Who the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so without further ado, here is the four chord song. The pop song. My life is brilliant, my love is pure I saw an angel, of that I'm sure People killing, people dying, children hurt and you hear them crying Can you practice what you preach, won't you turn the other cheek Forever young, I wanna be forever young I won't Say no more, no more. It cannot wait. I'm your lipstick stains on the front lobe of my left side brains. 
I knew I wouldn't forget you if I could Then I would I'd go wherever you will And go. can you feel the love tonight? Nobody wants to see us together But it don't matter, no Upon your wall for the world to see, and she will be loved. Yes, she will be loved. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me. No woman, no cry. Yeah, Mama, this surely is a dream. I come from a land down under, red, white, and blue. Funny things you do. They say that Taylor was a good girl, never want to be late, complain, express ideas in the brain. I need some love like I've never needed love before, I'm gonna make love to your baby. Take on me, when I come around. Take me on, when I come around. Drag me away the from you. There's nothing that a hundred men or more could Well, that's okay, cause I got no self-esteem With a thousand eyes and a good disguise Hit him right between the eyes Hit him right between the eyes Just so beautiful So damn beautiful Too late to apologize Too late Just gonna stand there and watch me burn that's alright because I like the way it hurts It's my life, it's now or never I ain't gonna live forever Can't read my, can't read my, no he can't read my poker face Come on mommy, let's go party Say goodbye. Little this suit.
took on old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind. I'm more than a boat, I'm more than a plane, I'm a bird plane, I'm a bird plane, a motherfucking bird plane. Doesn't that sound familiar? Doesn't that hit too close to home? Doesn't that make you shiver the way that things have gone? And doesn't that seem peculiar? Cause everyone wants a little more It's something I do remember To never go this far That's all it takes to be a star So... What was the verdict on that one? <laughs> uh, I couldn't keep up with the number. <clears throat> I will say that I noticed there was a huge variety, right? There's, there's a lot of current pop songs. When I say current, like within the last maybe like 10 or so years. Oh, yeah. That, you know, nobody else in my house listens to the music I listen to. So occasionally I'm listening to other things that other people <laughs> in my house are listening to. And I recognize some of those. I don't know the artist because it's just not my cup of tea. But I will mm -hmm. say that... Uh, range from Journey to Elton John to John Denver. I recognized a couple Lady Gaga songs that there, were in there. There were two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, U2, Bob Marley, uh, AHA. Then you even into stuff like Smashing Pumpkins and Offspring. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's several others that I, I recognize, uh, and I recognize the tracks, the band names. It's one of those things that I recognize music, but they were going so fast that it's like my brain's starting to click on what it is, and boom, you're on to the next one. So now my brain's left that other track, mm -hmm. and now I'm on to this one and that one. And So there's a handful that I did catch as to, yes, I recognize who those were. I would say at least... 80%, maybe more, I, I probably knew, heard, and was like, oh, yeah, I, I know that one, I know that one, I know that one. I just couldn't get my finger on all of them before they were transitioning into the next one. Oh, yeah. I mean, some of it were songs that I could recognize, but I just didn't know the names of the artists. So I did have to look up the artists and be like, okay, that's who it is. So, I mean, this is my list. These are the ones that I caught up on. I, rem I recognize, like you, Lady Gaga, U2, Elton John. Bob Marley, and I also got picked up on Bon Jovi. I picked up on Men at Work. That was oh, yeah. Alanda Nanda. Yeah, <laughs> and Toto. Africa worked its way in there. Yeah, and Alphaville. The oh god, Forever Young. Forever Young. Yeah. Oh yes. I picked up on the songs. Didn't recall the artists until now. You're saying the stuff like, oh yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. And the calling. If I would, if I could, I'll go wherever you go. I don't know that one. <laughs> yeah. MGMT, that was the boom. That song is everywhere when I was a teenager, pretty much. <laughs> and Joan Osborne, that's the one who wrote What Is God Was One of Us. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. that track. The Beatles were in there, the song Let It Be. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Two offspring songs, one was self-esteem, and then yep. you're going to go far, kid. And that was uh, right after they did uh, Make It So Complicated from Avril Lavigne. <laughs> yeah. Then, of course, Maroon 5, the oh, She yeah. Will Be Loved. And that was when their guitarist was uh, singing it. But in the video, they just cut him off, and they're just like, no, you can't sing. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Watch the video. It's extremely hilarious. I bet. 
And, uh, oh, yeah, Green Day, When I Come Around. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yes, and then uh, Jason Derulo, Gregory Brothers, Robert Burns. That was Should All the Coitins Be Forgot. Right. And, oh, yeah, Five for Nothing and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And there's also the theme song to America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yep. America, America, this is you. <laughs> Do, 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 do. Yep. <laughs> and then they throw in one of their own songs. They call themselves out. That is the bird plane. You know, uh, more than a bird, more than a plane. And that was the uh, Five for Fighting track. Cool. And Bird Plane is one of their own. That was Access of Awesome. That is their calling card song. And they have multiple versions of it. There is like a, you know, they change it up when they play it live. And they just like throw in some new ones just to keep it fresh. Just to throw some ringers in there. Cool. Some of them include Michael Jackson. Some of them include Blink-182. Some of I them thought there was a Michael a Jackson crazy. one early on in the track. Not in this one. Okay. Not in this one, according to the Wikipedia page. But gotcha. they, do have, uh, yeah, they do have renditions of the songs where they include a song by Michael Jackson. I cannot remember which one it is. I got it pulled up, though. It was like a... Yeah, Man in the Mirror. Okay. Yeah, but it was not in this one. There was no Michael Jackson, which is really bizarre to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and no Madonna for that fact. <laughs> but yeah, the, you get the point. There is very little, there is little, very little, uh, uh, what is it? Variance. Yes, variance. Thank you. you in terms of structure, in terms of theory for all these catchy pop songs. But... They go a long way with what they have. Right. Because, <laughs> yeah, that's not something you really think about when you're listening to music that's so catchy. I mean, yeah, if you want to listen to more uh, technical stuff, go listen to uh, some prog metal listen to, or some prog rock. Listen to a symphony. Listen right. to, oh, God, listen to jazz. Listen <laughs> to freeform jazz. That'll, send, that'll keep you up. Right. Oh, man. So, well, that was cool. Yeah, it was good. There's some comedy from Australia. Unfortunately, these guys are not a thing anymore. They uh, disbanded in 2018. Oh. So it's unfortunate. But they still have a, at least uh, Benny, he still has a YouTube presence. He's been uh, kind of nicknamed in online culture as the human jukebox. Nice. And he's still doing like a spliced, uh, spliced renditions of other songs and just sort of creating his own thing with it. Pretty interesting to watch. Cool. Awesome. Well, let's wrap up the show with my pick. My pick is a new metal pick. Imagine that, uh, <laughs> as I had done on the last few new metal picks, the some industrial side of new metal, and this band is right along with it. The band is Crossbreed. Are you familiar with the band Crossbreed? No, I am not. <laughs> cool band. They formed in '96. They put out their second album in 2001. Uh, they did disband in 2010, so they did last a while through the, the new middle era and into the post-new middle era. <laughs> Which kind of became the post-grunge era. Right. <laughs> but it was post-new metal. There was no post-new metal. It just died. <laughs> yes. Uh, the crossbreed, they're from Clearwater in Florida. I Check them out. You'll see why. I played them before on the shows a few years back before I was doing... Uh, this particular segment of new metal, but
but I did play the track Underline off of Synthetic Division. I really like the album Synthetic Division, so I would recommend checking it out. It came out in 2001, and if you've been paying attention in the last, I don't know how many months I've been doing new metal picks, the majority of them are around that 98 through 2001, maybe a few into 2002, because that's when I was really into that. So here you go. We're going to get into Crossbreed. This track is called Breathe.
guys. So what did you think of Crossbreed? It sounds like a, <clears throat> it sounds like the type of uh, metal rock, whatever you want to call it, um, that bands like Shinedown and Skillet kind of <laughs> turned into in the wake of new metal. Okay. So it still kind of had that groove, still kind of had that, uh, uh, that industrial digital overlay to it. But you could tell it was still, you know, radio friendly. Right. <clears throat> the way that I see it is like bands like, uh, like these guys, Crossbreed, walked so that those guys could run. Right. Yeah, so Agreed. That's, yeah, so that's what, I, that's what I'm thinking about Crossbreed. I'm not a huge fan of that type of uh, metal or rock, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> it was just a, I guess you could say it all falls under the umbrella of alternative metal right and yeah alternative metal it was just like you look at some of the 90s stuff you had bands from faith no more to red hot chili peppers to limp biscuit and uh <laughs> all the 20 or so new metal bands you've been playing on the at the end of each episode right oh man it was yeah that all just kind of was categorized as alternative metal it's heavy like metal <laughs> but we can't exactly just call it we can't exactly compare it to slayer or anything like that right <laughs> so it just kind of uh so it just all kind of uh coagulated into uh one breed in the 2000s that's what i hear the you, most people just say it's post grunge or just alternative metal it's really kind of the same thing cool so yeah that's kind of how I, those are my thoughts on it Excellent. Well, we're wrapping up the show. If you like it, go check out Synthetic Division. Uh, if you like that track or if you remember Underline when I played it, you'll definitely like the rest of those. Uh, we're going to get into wrapping up the show. So find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Music, Amazon, Music Player, FM, and SLCPunkCast.com. You can find all the bands on Instagram at Gang Called Speed, at The Raging Nathans, at Less underscore the band, at Rejection Pact. At be the Beaters Band, at Earth Crisis Official, at Schedule1.vhs, at Clark Kent Band, at Axis of Awesome, at Crossbreed Band, and the shows at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at scaryuncle underscore Eric, E R I C, and underscore SLC. And my band Anonymous can be found on Instagram at anonymous underscore band official, on Facebook at anonymous SLC. And on Bandcamp at anonymousslcband.bandcamp.com. My other band, The Apathetics, on Instagram at theapathetics.slc, on Facebook at The Apathetics, and on Bandcamp, theapathetics.bandcamp.com. Both bands will be releasing new material. Apathetics, we have recorded two new tracks. We're just uh, waiting on final mixes, and they will be released within the next uh, two weeks or so. Cool. So keep an eye out for that. And Anonymous will be recording, uh, will be going in to record with Wolf. Nunley of Threer, who recorded all of uh, Narc stuff, who recorded all of Threer stuff, who recorded uh, Courtney Lane's EP, and he wants to record our single. Sweet. We'll be going in there at the end of, uh, toward the end of October, and yeah, just uh, keep an eye out on the socials for any updates on that. Awesome. Anyway, my other podcast, Lead Melodies, can be found on Instagram at Lead, uh, at Lead Melodies underscore podcast, and on Facebook at lead.melodies.podcast.slc. You can uh, stream the episodes on anchor.fm slash leadmelodies. And follow the SLC Hardcore page on Facebook at SLC Hardcore. I will be posting all the flyers and any new releases coming about. And also, check it out for uh, ba 
I will be posting about bands different tours. I will be plugging them on here, but if you need a refresher and you don't want to scroll through the entire fucking episode, just follow it on Facebook. You will see the digital format in a picture. You will <laughs> see the dates and you can mark them down however you see fit. There you go. You can find all the bands on Facebook at Gang Called Speed, at The Raging Nathans, at Less Noise Punk, at Rejection Pact, at No Thrills UK, at The Beaters Vintage Punk Rock and Roll. Yes, that's a long one, but that's where you'll find them. At Earth Crisis Official, at Clark Kent Band, at Axis of Awesome, at Crossbreed Official. The show's at SLC Punkcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for episode 283. We really appreciate you sticking around all the way up to this point. Hope you enjoyed all the cool music and uh, fun shit that we talk about. Eric, any final thoughts for a wrap-up show? Well, what I can say is uh, don't squander too much on the past and don't worry too much about the future because if you think too much of both, you miss what's going on in, right in front of you. I mean, definitely keep, uh, definitely keep everything in even sight. Learn from the past, think of your future, but live in the present. Play the fucking outro. Play the fucking outro.